0: Does your writing feel more like spinning your wheels than making any actual progress towards your goals? Are you not even quite sure what your writing goals are? If that's you, you're not alone and you're in the right place. My name is Amy Simon, and this is the Purposeful Pen Podcast, where we uncover how to build a writing life that brings joy to us, glory to God, and benefit to others. This episode is part of a series called The Journey to Clarity. I've interviewed a variety of Christian writers who have a clear idea of who they write for and what exactly they have to offer that reader. Many times, as we're working through that process for ourselves, it seems like it should be a clear, straight path. Shouldn't we just know one day who we're writing for? Maybe you don't have a clear idea of who that reader is, you aren't sure how to get there, and you feel like you just must be doing it wrong. I want to assure you that you're not doing it wrong, it just isn't usually a straight, clear path. In these episodes, these writers share their own journeys of how they found that clarity. And in most cases, it didn't come as a lightning flash or an email from God. It was a winding process with detours along the way. So I hope these stories will encourage you. Welcome to The Purposeful Pen. And this morning, I welcome another guest to interview how she came up with her, who it is that she writes for, and what she has to offer. So I'm here with Althea Damgard. So welcome, Althea. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Althea, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you in the world? What does life look like for you?
1: Where am I in the world right now? Um, the middle of nowhere where the city people get lost. So I'm out in the country and I'm loving where I live because it things are way simpler. I've been living here. I've been married for 16, almost 16 years. And it's my husband and two cats. And we, we enjoy being here then. I spent a lot of time on my computer. He jokes that I'm married to my computer as well as him because I spent a lot of time doing my writing. Um, I grew up in this area like he did. We both grew up on farms back in the day, moved away, came back for various reasons and, and met. So I spent a lot of my time writing. I'm also, yeah, like playing computer games. I am one of those geeky fantasy science fiction nerds. so I love that kind of stuff. So that's what I spend most of my time Doing.
0: Nice. Married to your computer. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure you're not the only one who can say that, right? (laughs) Yeah, no. So now you write fiction, right? Can you tell us a little about who it is that you but you still have a specific reader and message? Yeah. A lot of times I talk about nonfiction, but I'm curious how fiction should do the
1: same. Yeah. Fiction should do the same thing. I find a lot of stuff, I mean, even with like nonfiction blog I have and but my stories a lot of my stories deal with you know learning how to overcome and be yourself so my specific reader that I aim for tends to be like my younger self because I wouldn't mind having a little more guidance in my 20s you know so you know kind of aiming that but like I've had people of all ages and both guys and girls who who like it so so far. So that's good. But my, you know, but targeting your reader, then you definitely keep your message on target. So my, my 20 year old is, she could be single or married, or whatever, but she's She's basically a newer adult finding her way, you know, or even if she's in 30, you know, gets to 30 or whatever, she's still like have all the stuff in your head and you've gone through it, you know, and it's like you got to figure out, okay, remember where I was and this is where I'm going and hopefully I can get them to see that they can find who they should be regardless of what the world's saying because the world has a lot of noise out there and it's confusing a lot of people I even see it confusing my nieces who just graduated from high school one this year and one last year it's you know it's it's hard to figure out who you're supposed to be
0: it certainly is and so your reader is that kind of young adult trying to who's a Christian who's trying to figure out how to navigate life
1: yeah Yep. Anywhere, nice. Yeah, even the 20 something who's who's gotten out of even the, the college life that kind of sort of blends in from you, you kind of it's kind of like the mix between actually being an adult and and out of high school, you get that blend and then all of a sudden you're like, you have to go to work. <laughs> and then you're like, now what am I supposed to be doing, you know. I have two kids in that
0: age range, 18 and 20, and trying to, trying to figure out all the things. And so I I understand. I find it very interesting that, so you said you write for yourself when you were younger, yep. which is very common. Yep. And um, you felt like you were getting beat over the head with the Bible when you were younger. And so I find it fascinating that now you've gravitated to fiction as a way to kind of get that message across maybe without beating someone over the head is that it, it am i yeah. connecting the dots correctly yeah
1: so uh, i've always liked writing fiction and i really got into like fantasy and sci-fi because of like star wars and tolkien and some of the other earlier you know writers of stuff in the 70s cuz yeah i i mean i started reading big Big books by the time I was in seventh grade so yeah
0: so you've enjoyed writing for a long time
1: yes I started writing stories I don't have it anymore but I started writing stories when I was seven but I do have everything from the age of 13 on unless there was a, a computer blip that happened before I actually had it duplicated somewhere so there's a lot of stuff in those cupboards behind me some some of them Closer on this end are nothing but printouts and notebooks of stories. And there's some good ideas buried in there, but of course, that's my younger writing. And some of them I look at it and go, Oh my. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing when I wrote this. I at least knew how to write a story, but actually write it the way it needs to actually flow so you can read it. That was a different story. <laughs>
0: We all have writing like that. Oh, yeah. You got
1: (laughs) to start somewhere.
0: Absolutely. And you learn by doing.
1: Yeah. that's like even with like the book I just published, I know a few things in there that, okay, most people don't notice them, but there's a few things in there. And then like the one or two people who did notice it and give me comments, give me ideas, like I can actually play with that. Issue they had in book two, and just kind of like put a little like nugget in there, even if it's just like one scene that kind of pulls something out of the the scene they had issue with in book one. You know, just just for the fun of it. That was, it's fun. Right. You can you're you're always improving. So like even if you have an author that has a lot of books, you start reading like their first books, they're going to be a lot different than the ones they're doing now, because you can see if you really pay attention, you'll see how they progressed in their own art to produce the, uh, you know, their books.
0: Yeah, definitely. You can see authors grow as they continue to write. And and so it's okay to not have everything all perfect all at once. It's a journey for all of us. Um, so speaking of journey, how did you get to the point when you when you started writing fiction, I'm guessing you weren't sure who exactly you were writing for, like, but nope. now you have a much clearer idea. Like, how did that journey go? How did you figure out who
1: that person is that you were writing for? It took a long time to figure out the the actual concept of who you're writing for, but I did a lot of different writing. I mean, I even did like a, a by-mail science fiction writing class when I was in high school. And then I had like the five second, here, go talk to this person during a book fair. And I was actually with remembering that experience and not having a clue what I was supposed to be doing because just one of my English teachers just knew I, bro, threw me in there and I'm like going, alrighty righty then. Um, yeah. So I actually had my first flub when I was 15, I think. That's nice to get that out of the way early, right? (laughs) Yeah, but then then it's like your life went on, and I went into service. I did college. I'm an IT telecom engineer, project manager, and I I always was writing stuff, but I really never really figured out where I was supposed to be going with it or whatever. I just had ideas. I just kept writing the ideas. So some of those I've actually been able to resurrect now that I know what I'm doing. But at one point after, let's see, around 2005. Yeah. So around 2005 I joined the Christian writers guild and did their apprentice level class. It takes two years that taught me all sorts of different, types of writing different types of articles fiction nonfiction, you know so it's kind of like an overview which was really cool uh so i ended up following him to another class and then joined his guild and then i did his year novel blueprint um course and found that really intriguing. And that kind of helped me hone in more of knowing how to do a pitch, how to hone in on what exactly you're writing. I still didn't exactly have have my who figured out, but I was getting closer on knowing how to actually write better. And it took me a while because I had ups and downs and periods where I didn't do anything. Even after I got done with that, I had a recent period where I didn't do anything And then COVID hit and, you know, I was still like spinning my wheels of what I was supposed to be doing. And I had uh, too much time on my hands because since 2011, I've been disabled with multiple sclerosis. Mm -hmm. So, which sometimes is, I think the only reason why I can type as fast as I still do is because of muscle memory of learning how to type when I was in high school. Otherwise, who knows what I would be doing now? I got back into writing like at the end of December and and it was flowing good and I have a friend who who's part of the Blue Ridge Mountain Christian Writers Conference and she encouraged me to go to that since they had a virtual option in 2021 so I signed up and went to that virtually and that's where everything just started snowballing and I can say in like 2021 I started taking the writing very seriously. I entered my novel in a writing contest with a small publisher and I actually won in the speculative category. I didn't win overall, but I won the speculative. I let them have first dibs at it. I tried traditional publishers. I probably didn't try as much as a lot of people do before I decided to self-publish but i was really while i was pitching to traditional publishers and getting some good feedback of that they liked the, the premise of the book or whatever but it wasn't quite a fit you know cuz all the publishers only have like this narrow space of publishing and get this you know in submissions and stuff so if you even like get a reply back ooh they actually at least looked at it but so i kind of knew i had something good enough it may it may have been even better if I had more work with it but I'm happy with it a lot of people love reading it so I'm you know have no problem with that and I don't have no problem like traditional it's just that while I was during the winter I was trying to figure out what I should be doing when I should be doing it and I really honed in on figuring out what self-publishing really entailed so I basically made myself an indie publisher how I figured out like the who and the what and really honed it in was when I I joined Hope Writers January of 2022 they hone in and have you learn your X, Y, Z statement. So who are you writing for? What are you in? Why are you writing it? And what are they going to get out of it? So that's how I got like the young lady who's Christian or even just sympathetic to Christianity, who is trying to find the right voice to just be who she knows she wants to be deep down. She knows who against all of what culture and all the voices out there are trying to tell her to be
0: I love it and you know it's interesting how you're saying like in the beginning you weren't really sure what you were doing you were kind of spinning your wheels you're trying to figure this out but you had all these ideas and you just kept writing the ideas yeah and I love that because how many writers are in that place right now where they're like i don't know what i'm doing i'm just trying to just keep writing because that has value um you'll use some of those ideas down the road some of them will end up in some cupboard somewhere but that's okay because you got them out and and who knows maybe they'll be part of of a book they can seed
1: something else so like there's there's stuff over there there's like a story wrote when I was in high school has an interesting seed and some of the seed of it's coming out and some of the other stuff that I'm definitely writing to publish and I might even have fun with my book too it might lead to this other book I'm writing that's not part of the series because it will sure. be a little you know you can throw little easter eggs in towards the other stuff too because it's all like my fantasy world's all one world so all my fantasy is going to be in one place. I do have some sci-fi stuff. I have like the same universe. I mean I, I created the fantasy world when I was a teenager. The sci-fi world came out somewhere between you know that time frame and going to college and all that you know, so the worlds have been around for a while, even if I don't have world anvil thing build out. But, you know, but nice. I was thinking of like doing something there. Maybe someday when I have more stuff, I could start pulling it out and making some of it public to go in my writing as as, as as things grow. It's like little here, little there. I just keep working at it. So it's like That's the other thing I have to say is don't have any issues of any kind with the small beginning because, well, you got to start somewhere and it'll just slowly, it will will snowball based on what you're doing and you can't compare yourself to somebody else because, well, you're not them.
0: Uh, yeah, totally. I definitely, because yeah, don't, small beginnings are just fine. Everybody starts with small beginnings. Yeah, I mean, start CS so Lewis much. started with small beginnings. Everybody does. And so that's okay. And you got to start somewhere. And I like how you said there were starts and stops and, and that's okay too. Life happens. Yep. Seasons and change. <laughs> definitely. Seasons change. Your priorities in different seasons are different. Um, And then, you know, you took input, you realized, okay, I need some direction. So you took some classes, you joined some guilds and some things, you got some feedback, and that was helpful. And then learned from communities like Hope Writers that, okay, I need an X, Y, Z. So you took advantage of those opportunities to, um, to learn and grow and hone in what you were working on but yet none of that time in the past trying to figure all that out was wasted because you're still using that as seeds and ideas for other things yep. and stories and i just think that's neat i think it's cool that god doesn't waste any of that and he no he doesn't waste any
1: any of your experience even if i didn't become a christian until i was 33 those first 33 years without him definitely helped hone to where i am and and my message so
0: how have you found it helpful now that you have a clear picture of who you're writing for and what you're
1: offering them how does how has that been helpful in your writing Um, at least i know like who i'm trying to aim at one of the things i've also learned through multiple groups is like you know you write to the one and then it that one will get you know when they find it they'll know someone else who needs it when you have that honed in then your message is clear and people will know what you're you're trying to do. So it's it's helped me with like my blog. I have a nonfiction blog, but I also started a fiction blog to go with my my books. Nonfiction one, I called it an abundant life, where I kind of talk about how even if you're got a chronic disease that's disabled you, you can still go find something else that could be your dream. Like me, I I joked that my author life is my dream job it doesn't even feel like a job but I am trying to make some money with it so on that part it's business Um, (laughs) but for the most part I've been having fun with it and it's like I'm just letting it roll as it wants to go because I am doing well enough with where I'm at in life and regardless of what happens with with the books so it's it's a fun adventure yeah
0: Definitely. So as you're writing, you know, okay, this is this person that yep. I
1: want to reach
0: and you're going to reach a broader audience. But I yes. think when we're have that one person in mind, you can keep you you stay on track. Yeah, exactly. You stay on track, you stay focused. So that's great. I, I find it fascinating that even in fiction, I mean, it makes sense, right? That even with fiction, you want to have a specific person because people still pick up a book for a purpose like they want to be entertained and they want to yeah know, they have their idea and... of
1: what will entertain them with the fiction side it's definitely gonna be someone who who prefers to read fantasy or or science fiction and then it, the spiritual side is like my first book in, in a lot of series i have the whole thing of the lord of light which he's kind of he's he's my allegorical version of like jesus the light versus the dark. So I kept it pretty simple. I mean, a lot of stuff, and then people will be like, wow, you made that too simple. I didn't want to make it complicated. I wanted people to understand there's a light side, and there's a dark side, and what can happen if you try to walk in the middle, and, and so there are some harder scenes in there. Like some people said, there's some scenes that are kind of hard just because of, you know, bad stuff still happens regardless of where you walk in life so yeah yeah well i think the
0: best com- concepts are the simple ones right i think we probably overcomplicated. it yeah um so where can people find you where can they find your books i will put links in the show notes but um go ahead and tell us as well
1: well my main landing page right now is books.altheadamgard.com and yeah, she'll definitely spell it out for you. See, I'll, right. put, I'll put the <laughs> link in the show notes, yes. Yes, yeah, can And are you on social media at all? Yes. Uh, so at that link, you'll see my book and then the link to go to like the book page. Then then there's some links under there to get to my two blogs, the An Abundant Life and then the Tales of Carnum and Beyond, which is my fiction one, which actually I have two interviews of the main characters from book one on there from Champions of Light, where they were at the start of the book. Then the social link buttons are all under there. My bio is there. So that's like the landing page where you can get to everything else easy. So Makes sense. Makes sense. All right. It's kind of all over.
0: (laughs) Sure. That's okay. Cool. Well, thanks for being here. I appreciate hearing your story and how, you know, like even with fiction, it's important to have a specific reader and a message. So thanks for chatting this morning. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found it helpful in your writing journey. Please take a look at the show notes for links and resources that were mentioned in the episode. I would love to continue the conversation with you on Instagram. You can follow me there at Amy Simon Writer. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear about it. And you can help the podcast grow by subscribing and sharing it with others who might benefit as well. May you build a writing life that brings joy to you, glory to God, and benefit to others.